he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bolotified, the one and only podcast about the sometimes dazzling, sometimes tragic world of event, entertainment, and engagement. I'm Anthony Bolotta, your host, and I'm here with my Bolotophile, my cohort in crime. Alex Zapostolidis. <laughs> What's up, Alex? Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a weird week this week. Yes, it feels like it's been a transitional <clears throat> week, right? Like we yeah. are completely into fall and we're freezing and- uh, already. <laughs> we're the, those of us who have no warmth in our hearts. <laughs> oh! <laughs> kidding of course what do they say cold hands warm heart right? you know you what know, it I'm is just, we're I'm so joking. busy giving out warmth that we've retained none for ourselves oh i like that i like that i do i do appreciate that <laughs> i can justify much. anything right well when the audience knows that we're recording this in san diego where cold is 55 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's all Most relative. Of them will have no pity, no pity at all. It is everything is relative. Everything, everything. Oh my goodness! Well, it is definitely time to pivot. It has been such a pivotal year, and we're still pivoting. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that some have uh, issue with the word pivot, but I still think it's very, very, very relevant in the spirit of having to pivot. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pivot. 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 There's a musical in there. I think there might be, right? Well, there's definitely a dance step, so. (laughs) (laughs) Although you get awfully dizzy pivoting. Yes, you do. Too much of any good thing, right? Right, right. You absolutely have to be very, very careful about giving people too much. I like to say stretching them beyond what they'll bear, beyond what they can tolerate, you know? And, And we all have that human side, you know, mm-hmm. and the the whole of us, you have to think in terms of the whole of us when you're planning events, right? The path of least resistance with the most number of people in your audience. And that's what you appeal to, right? You have to be very careful. Yeah. And those, right. Those are the most, usually the most valuable people. So in my class, I, uh, I'm, it's unfortunate to try to teach six hours of event, no event design, and production in six hours. It's almost impossible, right? And now there's this whole- virtual. Yeah, how do you do that? Oh my gosh. So it's impossible. So, you know, what I try to do is structure it around the five W's and the idea that you answer those, in answering those questions, you define what you need in terms of design, creative design, performance, all of the things that support the event and the messaging. That's what helps you create the right feel, right? But it's it's almost impossible to teach that. And, and as part of six hours, it's because it is virtual, you give the students an hour at least. You've got to give them some time to do some interactive something uh, so that it's not all just talk, 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 right. talk you know, for right. six hours. 
And uh, unfortunately, that that was a great exercise, but we didn't really get as honed in on it as I wanted to, which is to say, these are all great ideas because basically what I said is, okay, we're gonna design events, but this is what we're designing around. And I gave them some protocol, but very little. And then they all had, um, uh, they all had, because uh, uh, it was all nonprofit. So I said, okay, you have these nonprofits to work with just for the sake of mm -hmm. having something to work around. And here are four venues and you pick a nonprofit but this is the venue you're working with, right? You could pick whichever of these four nonprofits I've given you, but this is the venue. And so they in teams had to create uh, a, a story, wow. a vision. And I did, I did get a lot of ideas in some cases, like too, too many ideas. So there wasn't enough time to hone in and really get to what those five W's need to tell you because Sure, all of the uh, the ideas and, and um, the point in having a lot of ideas is to then weed them mm -hmm. down, right? So that you can then take a timeline and discover what is really possible within the realm of that time and what people will tolerate, right? right? You have four hours, you know, what can you give them? How much can you give them? How much is too much? right? And maybe four hours is, right? Depending on what you're doing. So all that has to have context, but we didn't quite get there, you know, because it's so specific and, and it's really the key in, in building events that are meaningful, authentic, and on the, on the internet, uh, have a, uh, a human feel, yeah. to them, you know, that uh, you can, uh, you can actually reach out and touch people and see in this zoom environment that we're in, we, uh, we can look at each other. But when you're talking about hundreds of people, you, you know, you, you can't make that personal connection. I mean, maybe a, a quick nanosecond here and there, but it's, it's not, it's not real. It's not that real oomph that you no. get. No, it is not. And, and it's, uh, it's harder, it's, it's so hard on the platforms. It's so hard on the platform. Some of them are, are a little bit more creative than others, but they're all, they're all built with specific markets in mind. You know, I don't know that that's the way they intended them to be built, but if you are, if you are a serious planner um, and you know, uh, and you have, and you're working with goals and objectives and clients that are very particular. You're going to need to know which of those platforms best serves your client. Now, um, we had the opportunity to uh, interview somebody who just happens to uh, own one of yeah. those platforms. Right? It's the Global Event Center that our friend Jennifer Ross, no relation to Matthew Ross, <laughs> although we wish she were. Uh, um, Jennifer Ross uh, and co-owner, right, of, um, well, you'll tell everybody about that, but in any case, she is uh, the owner of this new space, this new virtual space. And we had the opportunity to talk with her about the jump that she took, the pivot that she made. It was made. a huge pivot too. Oh my Lord. You know, I. I, I was just amazed at how quick she was able to respond to everything that was happening. And the, the passion and the go-gettedness mm -hmm. 
and the willingness to say she is totally a yes person. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. We we already know that, right? So uh, she's just terrific. And so we had the opportunity to bring her on the show. It's unfortunate <laughs> that she was escaping. <laughs> oh, my Lord. If only. Well, it's kind of makes sense because, mm-hmm. you know, in the history of her planning events, she's dealt with a lot. Yeah, she has a lot, a lot, so a lot. Right. So, I mean, we're talking tornadoes. <laughs> right. And, you know, uh, you know, yes. And then the People show went on after the China. tornado, you know. Right. So in any case, all of this, all of this to say that during our interview, she was fleeing the Etta hurricane leaving South Florida and driving into the Carolinas. And so the sound, unfortunately, is a little spotty, but the content is terrific. They're gems. So bear with us. Tell us a little bit more about Jay Ross. (laughs) Jay Ross. I I mean, she's a powerhouse, right? Absolutely. Puts on an event, tornado touches down, she puts everybody on hold, tornado goes goes away event carries on only a powerhouse can do something like that 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 is not for the faint of heart at all no um you know she's tough as nails she is she's as tough as nails and so incredibly joyful that's a perfect combination you know she's gonna make you feel happy and welcome and Mm -hmm. loved and get the job done absorb it all she's she's a greek sicilian mama um, well, as you mentioned, she's founder of JR Global Events, but global event management firm. Um, and she did. She jumped in when so many people were stepping back when COVID hit. She just charged full steam ahead, right? Just no, maybe she took a little breath, but only in how, so that she was able to plan and how she was going to move forward. And the thing that I really admire about her, and this is something, and I know I've mentioned this, Anthony, it's what I admire about you as well, is she knows how to build a team. She mm-hmm. know she knew and knows how to choose just the right people to make it happen. And given some of our current affairs, this really, as a woman, as a mother to a daughter, this speaks to me. And 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 personally, it's just, I love it so much that she has honed this woman-run team of experts. Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know? Uh, some yes. people would say that, well, gee, that many women in a room, maybe it can't work. Yes, it can. And she's proven it. Mm-hmm. And they do it really well. Uh, and, and in addition to all that, I mean, this isn't her first foray into this. She's She's years of experience. She's got a lot of street cred. She served as the president of MPI. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a certified meeting professional and a certified event designer certificates, right? I mean, this, she yep. knows what she's doing. It. She's killing it, killing it in the virtual world. Yep. Here she is, our very own Jay Ross, Jennifer Ross. And that's Jennifer, not Jennifer. <laughs> Hello. Jennifer! Wow, with that kind of an introduction, man, I don't know. That was exceptional. Thank you for that. <laughs> it, it is so good to have you here. And everything she said, obviously, the, the accolades, all of that, all right on. Uh, I think you were almost uh, waiting for this to happen. You were so uh, you know, ready. 
<laughs> you never know. And um, it definitely gives you pause to look at what you've done and what you're doing and realize, oh, what can I do next? So, and you'll have to bear with me. We are currently driving out of a hurricane. So we are leaving Southern Florida and heading back up to the Northeast uh, a day or two early. So <laughs> have computer and Wi-Fi. we'll travel, right? Hey, <laughs> so a tornado what? wasn't enough for you. You needed a hurricane too. Um, yeah, apparently. You know, you got to round it out. You got to round these things yeah, out. It and closes out 2020 very nicely. Very nicely. And, you know, I, I have to say that it is one of the advantages that we have here in the 21st century yes. that we can even have this conversation and have you on the show, despite what's going on in Southern Florida and the fact that you are still here with us while driving out of that hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that can't be more gratifying for us. So thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you for being so flexible. Absolutely. When I met you, it was a two-person team, as I yes. recall. And that yes. was probably, you'll have to tell me the year. I know it was at least 10 years ago or around 10 yeah. years ago. It was about 10 years ago, for sure. Yes. And now you are more like a seven or eight-person team? We are, an eight person we are an eight-person team now. Um, we've had tremendous growth. Uh, my business partner, Stephanie, and I joke that it took me getting out of her way and out of the logistics for our business to really grow. Um, you can't be in it, run it, do it, plan it and all at the same time. And so she kicked me out of the logistics side of our industry and I got to focus on running a business. And that's when our growth just quadrupled. Beautiful. And you're handling you handle everything. You do. I mean, you do global planning. You do now virtual planning. You are event design certified. So you design as well and implement and execute. You do it all from soup to nuts, don't you? Uh, we do. We do. And the, the funniest part is, is that I started the business from my dining room table very, very <laughs> long time ago. And we're still all at my dining room table. It just happens to be a heck of a lot bigger. And I had a new one built. Wow. Um, so our whole team is remote based. We get together monthly, um, COVID aside, and but the, just a much larger dining room table. We all work way too hard and work really crazy long hours that, um, you know, it needs to be that family camaraderie that happens. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And how do you keep that going? Just as a, as a side <gasps> question, how do you, yeah, because you know, you're the team leader. I think the thing that uh, has differentiated the way we approach things is it's your personal families come first. And that was the whole reason I really started down the path of being an entrepreneur is I wanted to be the one to be able to put my children on their bus and be there when they got off. So it would be hypocritical of me not to provide that same kind of environment for anybody that worked for our team. So family first, and then we are your second family is really what we do. I love that. Here we go, pivot, pivot. It must've been easy for you to just jump into the virtual thing because it really just sort of fit with working virtually <laughs> and not having to jump around the work from home is something we've always done. I've always, I've worked from home for 17, 18 years now. So that, that there was no transition, but going from live in-person events to virtual events, that, that has taken some time. 
it has definitely taken some time. We had a moment of pause, I would say, in the beginning of April as we watched um, all of our live events and face-to-face -face events nosedive and cancel and postpone and, and you know, and that by the end, middle of the end of April, we took about three days and went, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And then I said, well, we're just gonna do virtual meetings because that's what we do, we pivot. So we pivoted well before pivot was a thing um, because that's what we do as planners. Your, your best laid plan is until you step on site and then you pivot to whatever brings, whatever comes your way. So that's what we've been doing for 20 years. So pivoting is, is just kind of in our nature. Now it's just on a much grander scale. But we've been wearing that pivot shirt from the Friends episode well before pivot was a thing. <laughs> right. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> right. And you know, it's it's really interesting to hear you say this because you're right. It's a natural trait of any good planner to be able to go with the flow, as I like to say, because whatever yes. happens, it's not what happens. It's how you adjust. It's how you respond. Exactly. Right. So exactly. it, 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 we should all be really attuned to that as people in the event industry to start with but it would amaze you and maybe not to hear that so many are grappling with it not if not from a technical point of view then from a social point of view and missing that's, out on that social yeah, connection you know that real connection um and so i have to commend you for taking oh. this leap because as <sighs> As and, and I know it, it wasn't easy. I'm really not trying to make light no, of it. No, no, but, no. but if and I, I say that because of all of the planners I know, you took the bull by the horns and exactly did what you just said. You pivoted before it became a dirty word. Right. You know, quite <laughs> yeah, honestly, you, you would know as an NBI member. It, it, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> You see the doors in the walls. Excuse me. Yes, you see the doors in the walls. I like that. I'm building them now. Building, right. I'm building them now. Yeah. So yeah, so what happened for us in the virtual space is there was only so much virtual content we could absorb in such a fast past pace of time. We actually partnered with two perceived competitors to join a little bit of a think tank so that everybody was going out and doing some research. And then we would meet weekly to figure out what we've learned about all these different platforms. There's hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And how do we continue to keep our respective businesses moving forward, recognizing that we're all struggling. So we all signed an NDA and all said, we need each other. So everybody went out and brings something to the table and we all support one another 100% without any any issues and we of the collective three companies we were the first one to actually go back out and we got our asi membership and we became an asi distributor so we're we can do the gifting and promotional products now as a member of asi that's very interesting i actually uh teach a class at sdsu san diego state university in the certificate program I, did you get my email i it's mentioned it. some of your uh your tangible you. gifting uh, because it is definitely a piece in the engagement puzzle. And you figured that out immediately. Tell so. us more about this membership and what it allows you to do and what you're doing. I showed some of the things last night. Sure. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, companies such as myself become a member connected with the wholesale distributors. So those promotional products that you need a logo on, I now provide for you at you know, a, a slight markup, but now there's no third party in between us. So you're, wow. I'm going direct. So I'm eliminating that extra markup because I can provide it to you directly. So one of the things that we did with 
within the virtual engagements that we started to do was realize how boring they were. Like anybody can jump online and have a happy hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if so, I, I honest, and I'm not trying to belittle the happy hours no, because they still are all. extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you send somebody a gift in the mail just before that happy hour and they weren't expecting it? The shock and awe and appreciation is overwhelming. So what we've done is we've paired our in- virtual engagements, whether it's you know a, just a, just a happy hour or mm-hmm. some kind of a, a concert or dueling pianos mm-hmm. with themed with themed items that go with it. Mm-hmm. So for our dueling pianos, we send kazoo's in the mail and beverages and branded glassware and things that put your content and your brand in front of people so that they're now excited to log on and experience some type of virtual engagement. And the key word being engagement. Yes. yes. And they're because fun. I got to experience and it and fun. it's fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Thank you. I will share with you, and, and to this day, it is still our most talked about engagement. And it is so far from corporate that I never in a million years would have thought to do it. But what the heck, I had to figure it out. So we hosted Dry Queen Bingo. Yes. For all of my corporate planners, yes. uh, my drag queen was a former contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking Joe Smith down the street drag queen. No. no this is she professional. <laughs> she professional drag queen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But the level of, and so what we did was without anybody knowing that they were getting it, we sent out these obnoxiously bright blue padded shiny envelope mailers that had colorful wigs, bright, obnoxious glasses, ring candy, feather boas, and your bingo card. (laughs) Two people that we've never met before who said that they were coming. Mm -hmm. I had 125 people of whom 100 were potential clients. All come on, send us pictures and had a great time. We have since been able to convert them into clients. Excellent. I have gained more new clients during COVID than I have in the last four years. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Well, <laughs> it's easy. You're you're offering something. You were first out of the gate. Yeah. You were first to market it. I mean, I look at your LinkedIn page even, and, and it already shows that you are doing virtual events and there's a, a footprint on that. So you were first out of the gate when people realized, all right, this isn't going away. I need right. to do something. You know, there has to be some kind of communication. And you understand that you can't just expect people to log on when there are a million distractions going on around them. Exactly. understand the value of engagement. And I am so impressed by that because it's truly, it's, it's what separates not only the boring from the fun and engaging and meaningful and authentic, but it is, it also shows how well you've pivoted. Yep. One of the ways that we approach pretty much everything we put out to market is if it's going to be boring to us, we can only imagine what it's going to happen with when an attendee jumps on. So we really put that wash on everything that we touch and do. And if we're not going to enjoy it, how on earth can we expect anybody else to? Mm -hmm. And we approach that almost with everything that we're touching at this point. So that's really how we look at a lot of what we call our socials. And it's cultivated um, social engagements with a gifting element is really what we're doing. And how do you think you'll be able to expand that concept as, as we move forward? I, I ask that because I quite honestly am seeing a little bit of a stall 
in the engagement opportunities that we have. Uh, so love to hear your thoughts. We, we, yeah, we, um, we felt that as well. I think people were really writing out Q4 and post-election and waiting to see what happened. And in the last two days, we have gotten such a rush of, oh my God, how am I entertaining my employees for the holidays? Wow. Because now everybody they wants to be entertained. <laughs> now everybody wants to be, an honest gosh, it's crazy to me. So we're seeing a lot of this happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Woo! all right. Um, in addition to that, it's, how do we do our reward and recognition programs? How do we do this? Because everybody kept holding their breath, waiting for Q4. Yeah. We're well past Q4 and we're already mm -hmm. looking at Q3 of 21 before I honestly think we're going to see any major engagement in person. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. on a corporate level. But so, oh, yeah, can't. that's liability. You can't. So, yeah. And so, when we had the realization during do, in, in producing our social events that we, we have to be able to do more than these. Um, so we did start producing a lot of virtual meetings and we started doing the research on all the platforms. And then we came across this latest platform that we're actually rolling out in two weeks. And it's uh, powered by a software company called Verbella. Event Farm, which was also known as Member Suite, has been in the web registration business for 20 years but they produce something called the echo and i went to an event in, online in their program and i went oh this is great how much does it cost because the the value add for a planner to be able to provide a virtual meeting is the cost factor right. because a lot of your corporate people don't necessarily see the correlation well if i'm not doing it in person it should be a lot cheaper no, no. Uh -uh, you're just shifting around your budget <laughs> categories. Right. That's it. It's not going, it'll be less expensive in some regards, mm -hmm. but it's even almost more cumbersome or more difficult. So uh, I thought that from a third party perspective, doing something in Event Farm as a one off didn't really provide that level of value to my client. So we bought a campus. I love it. I own. Mm -hmm. I, I, it terrified me, Wow! but here's the thing sitting in my, sitting in my office for the last 15 years has been a set of blueprints. Someday I was going to own my own conference center or my own event center. Well, guess what? That someday is here. It just happens to be digital right? and as an avatar, but Hey, beggars can't be choosers, right? Hey, <laughs> I think that's you know, amazing. At the end of the day. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, if you decide it's not for you, it's a little bit easier to walk away from a digital footprint than it is a huge <laughs> venue. I mean, hey, you know, we don't start these things with gloom in mind, but you know, just you always the first silver lining, right? Absolutely, and I, it just gave us the opportunity to be that much more to the people that we're encountering and the people that we're trying to conduct business with. And through the social interactions that we've done and the gifting that we've done, our access into larger corporations has been unbelievable. We're not, we don't have to go through procurement. Beautiful. Because we're a quick turn solution. So now they're like, oh, well, what else can you do? Mm -hmm. hmm. Let me just tell you what else we can do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what? What did you mean when you said pivot? You know, right. So, so today is actually the grand opening of the JR Global Event Center, right? Your is. digital platform, your campus opens today. And that's it, why we're talking about it and it, yep. we're excited about it. And you have some big names and some big players here today. I Tell us do. about it. How did you get I, them? How did you get Michael um, Dominguez? How did you get Stanton? I have been a really good partner to a lot of people for a really long time. And I've never been one of those people that asked for favors. I just don't, I've never, I'm not a big favor asker. Um, so I, I made my ask. I had nothing to lose. I knew I had to get the right people to bring the right players and put them in space with us. So I called my good friend, longtime partner from Alhai, Brad McGarity, and I said, hey, Brad, you have to do this. <laughs> he said, well, what if I can't? I'm like, no, 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 you need to do this. So Brad called up Michael Dominguez and said, hey, how do you feel about doing this as an avatar? Michael said, yes. So then uh, one of the women on my team had a connection at Exhibitor Magazine. So she reached out to the editor, Travis Stanton. And, you know, we're really just kind of trying to keep it light and fun and give people an opportunity to see the world just a little bit differently because that's what we have to do to adjust and to move us all forward. It's not just about JR Global Events moving forward. It's how do we move the industry to what comes next? Mm. Yeah, so I called my question. favorites. I called my favorites. I called my friends. I called my colleagues and said, you're just going to do this with us, okay? <laughs> and uh, I'm very fortunate that a lot of them said yes. Um, you know, we're expecting uh, to see about 100 qualified meeting planners and show owners and exhibitors in world today. Um, yes. We have my favorite keynote speaker, um, Joel Zeff, who I've known for 20 years, and he's thrilled about being an avatar. He can't even wait. Um, <laughs> we have uh, one of my professors from the uh, Certificate in Event Design program program who's going to come give us a little mini session on the front end huh. we're doing yeah yes. so we've got um yes. felix yes. and fingers hosted by preferred hotels but the coolest thing about it and you don't get it until you're in world with us is that you're actually walking around you're walking through an expo hall and you're walking up to people and you don't hear the conversation until you're in front of them because of the way the software was built. So you really have to engage. You can shake hands, you can dance. It's It really does differentiate itself among the platforms that are out there for this specific reason that you, the engagement is, it's fewer uh, fewer screens away or fewer steps away, if you will. It's, it's there's a humanity, a closer, a little bit closer right. to humanity. <laughs> Very much so, because you do have the opportunity to introduce yourself to somebody and walk up and shake their hand. Mm -hmm. And when people's faces are not on screen, we are finding that the level of engagement and interaction is bigger. It's more involved. It's more engaging because they're not feeling um, not put upon, Insecure. but they're not on the spotlight. Yeah. Correct. It, it allows you to mask a little bit of your own um insecurities if you're an introvert this is the best place for you to be um 
and you'll find people are dancing and shaking hands and exploring and wandering and you physically are walking through an area. I was giving um, a few of my hotel partners a tour the other day and they said, we feel like we're on a site visit. I said, and that's exactly what I want you to say to me. I feel like you're on a site visit. So this is not the JR Global Events Center. This is very agnostic. And we did that for a reason. So it is the Global Events Center. We just happen to own it because I want anybody perceived competitors, third parties, what to rent my space. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how we're very smart. That's very smart. Well, we've already talked to you. Yes. Do you need space? Do you need space? (laughs) You know what I love about this is that it takes away the loneliness factor. There's a loneliness factor within the virtual world. And now you've, you've taken that away and, and it's so fresh and exciting. And and it, the virtual burnout that some people are experiencing is literally going to disappear with this. Yeah. And that's what we found is that the Zoom burnout has been, ch- it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely exhausting. But when I come off of uh, an event within the Global Events Center, I'm not tired. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged. I'm energized because I don't feel like I was on the whole time. And you know that we're always on as planners, especially where I don't have that on-site letdown of, oh my God, I don't have to perform anymore. <laughs> but it's because it's your voice and it's your inactivity. And it's it's just, a, you know, everyone's like, well, isn't it too kitschy? Well, there's a time and place for it. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. not for everybody. It is not for every event, but it can be if people just start to open their minds a little bit. And that's what we have to do. And even if it's not for everything, there's a wide market out that's- there. There are enough clients that will be attracted to it. and. Yeah. You know, I, I, I may have even mentioned to you that I do agree that the avatar uh, feature can be controversial. Some people yeah. like it and some people see it as cheesy. Yeah. But as we get through this pandemic and we realize and we, when we become to realize that uh, when we come to realize that people, this isn't going away, this will this always be away. a part of your event right? It's not going away. I think people will start to change their tune a bit. Yeah. The more people that hop on board, the more people that'll hop on board as obvious as that sounds, but. And the way, yeah. But one of the ways that I, I akin to this is that it's very much about the esport market, esports now and the esports marketplace. Yes. They're doing this for years. This is commonplace. Well, and the whole gaming uh, industry exactly. is a huge industry, and it's not going anywhere. No. It's only growing, exactly. and you'll you'll find that your clients are now those same gamers. The demographic will soon yep. rise into this sort of corporate environment, meeting environment, and they'll become our clients. And you'll be right there with the right I hope kind so. of product. Uh, yeah. That's what we're hoping for. Well, and you know, the, your 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 product, your global event center, I will imagine is is going to continue to evolve. Like the technology yeah. will evolve, oh, and for sure. the functionality will increase. Hopefully, and the engagement factor will increase. Hopefully, you so will your product, right? So yes. will the, what you are offering. And the reason we started down this path is we were trying to look past what was happening right now. And I wanted to look at, okay, six months from now. And six months from now, in reality, we're not putting a thousand people in a room. No. It's not gonna happen. I wish to God it were. We're going backwards. We are. But now look at what I can do. I can put 300 people in a room 
and you could have 3000 people virtually at the same time, all seeing the same content, because I can live stream it from that 300 person live space out through the Global Events Center to anybody. So I'm primed for hybrid events. Tell me, I was going to ask you, it was one of the questions I have for you, uh, how you envision hybrid a hybrid event. And uh, I asked that because it's, they're yet undefined. I mean, yes. we're not there yet, right? So we don't really know how they look. Uh, so I'm wondering what your take is. Do you remember hybrid. when social media and meetings started to become a thing and people were tweeting live and it was mm -hmm. such a huge thing and there were the monitors with the scrolling tweets? Yes. I almost think that this is what we're going to see happen with a hybrid event where you have a smaller regional located in-person event and the content, the speakers, the interactivity is live streamed out. So you're basically creating two simultaneous events with the same content. One is happening live and in person and the rest of it's being streamed out to the virtual audience. Which is not necessarily going to be what? Easier or less expensive because now you have what? Two audiences. You have two audiences, same content, so you only have one speaker. So in that regard, um, but it's it's how do you provide that level of engagement not only for your live audience but simultaneously your virtual audience and if they're at the same level and in some cases they will be then how yep. do you do it so that it feels similar Correct. right because that's always going to be harder mm -hmm. than you have a, an at-home audience that we don't necessarily i hate to say it care as much about and there will be we do now clients that right but there are still going to be clients who think they're not as important as the people who are here right and it's going they're to be probably about... more important yes i would totally yeah, argue that absolutely, absolutely. because yeah. that's the untapped market no matter how you look at it in any way right for Correct. sure that said when the cost factor is becomes a part of the conversation and people begin to realize that this is not easier it's not you don't just throw a camera up at the back of the room right. and stream what's happening on stage that's not engagement on yeah. virtual engagement when they realize that and the cost and the involvement i i do have concern that many of them will of them will realize or say uh, we can't do a hybrid event the way it should be done it definitely gives us some concern um and i the way i want to look at it is let's build the program on paper as if you were putting a thousand people in that room, then you're going to break down that budget and say, okay, well, 300 of them are live and in person. So we're going to take that 300 and shrink the budget only for the live component, but you want to retain the entire nugget, so to speak. Right, right. And just reallocate where those funds are. So right. the cost isn't going to change. It's def it's a reallocation of those bucket categories, but you've got to get people to recognize that the budget that you had last year needs to be the same budget, if not a little bit more going forward. Yes, for sure. And it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. No, it won't be. I'm wondering though, uh, with, through your association with Alhi, uh, what the hoteliers are thinking and doing and how they're preparing for when business comes back. I would never want to speak for my hotel partners or their friends, but from what I've seen, they're planning for today. Um, and for how do we produce live meetings right now? 
Um, I think some of them and some of what we'll see when Michael Dominguez speaks later today is that he's going to talk about what comes next and how do we prepare for what comes next. And the same with Travis Stanton about from an, a trade show perspective. How do we move next? How do we get to what's going to happen next? And what are those things that are going to have to be in place? Our hotel friends are still reeling from trying to adjust to be able to have clean spaces and yeah. be able yes. to open their doors. Yes. So they're not even at the point yet of thinking, how do I do a hybrid? And how do we make it affordable from a, from a technology perspective? No, no, they're not there yet. They have more uh, more compelling concerns for sure. And the turnover of rooms is slower. Yep. Uh, everything has changed in their yes. world. And I worry for them. Um, I, I would project that it would be smart to, uh, when possible, have the most robust uh, bandwidth of possible and start to make it easier for planners and their bandwidth needs yep. um, rather than harder. I agree. I think, I think the conversation walking in the door as a planner is going to be, what are your capabilities for live streaming? Yes, like that's absolutely. the top of my questions. Now. Has to be, has to be. And I think that there has to, you know, and this is going to be tricky because they, they monetize the bandwidth, right? And now they're not getting room revenue. Um, but it's, and maybe that's part of the, the budget that goes towards those people that don't attend live, right? Maybe to, to right. your point. But still, it's not going to generate as much revenue and it's still not going to the the, the value prospect you know for example oh, yeah. the, the conversation that you're having now you know people just think it should be cheaper there's no rhyme or reason they just think it should be because right. it's right in front of you and it's technology and it's the internet because but, i'm not getting on a plane and because you're not feeding mm -hmm. me and because i don't have a hotel room your right. transportation and, you know grant all of that right and, and I, I have to say, you know, there is a cost involved in the R&D and building of these products and getting the licensing and making, you know, all these APIs come together and all the people that own them and working together and blah, 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 blah. It is a business. Yes. And it isn't cheap to have one of these spaces, to your point. It does feel a bit overpriced at this moment in time, but For that's sure. demand. It's, it's like spending $500 a night for a $250 night hotel got room. Got it. Mm -hmm. You got it. Same thing. Right? And as soon as as soon as those meetings become more regularly hybrid, the platform costs will drive down again. But that was that was the real premise for us when we made the decision to purchase a platform and to purchase the partnership because now across all of my clients I can leverage that savings and provide them a better experience. Absolutely. And to me, to me, that is hands down the yeah. better way to go. You also now have the ability and the and the, you'll have the knowledge, the inside knowledge of this platform, this global event center, like it is your own physical space, right? You'll know the ins and outs of it where it really runs great, yes. where you get extra value and where you could make really wonderful things happen and, yeah. and all of the things that are going to be added to it, you're going to know that space inside and out. And as a planner, that's going to benefit you, I believe, because you're going to be able to sell experiences that you can 100% yeah. know are going to happen the way you want them to happen. And you're not yes. so reliant. The big reason that I think what, what makes us different is that we are planners. We're not the technology company. We're not the owners of the 
platform itself. We didn't build it, but we know how to manage it and we know how to run events. And so now we can run events in our own event space, the way events should be run and the right. way meetings and conferences should be run. But right. now we've got the tech to back us up. Right. And I think that's a game changer for us. And all of that tech is native to the platform. It's not something yes. that's being brought in or hodgepodge or pieced together, Nothing. which can be problematic for people who don't have right. their own space right and it's a problem right. for planners who don't know how to sort of navigate around all of the biggest challenge and again it's you know i'd love to say it's all sunshine roses and rainbows but it's not um, our biggest challenge with our platform is that it is, requires a download so whereas every one of these other platforms out there you jump online you plug in and you're you're streaming from a url our platform does require it to be downloaded prior. It takes five to 10 minutes, but it does require a download ahead of time because of the type of programming that's involved. So it's a, it's a learning lesson for us. And you're finding that there is some pushback to the download process? Yeah, especially with some of our major corporations. Firewalls? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. but it's not new to our tech support within event farms. So they do provide that backup for us. And once we can do that, we've been really pretty successful, um, but it's an education yeah. and it's a, it's, a worker, it's a process. So, I mean, that is our biggest challenge. Yes. Um, but the platform and the experience that you're in there to us is invaluable and something that we're enjoying. We're having fun with it. Well, we have an office in that space. You, have, you say that again? You have an office in that space? I have an office. Oh, I have an goodness. office. It's crazy. Is that where you keep all the things you don't want other people to know you have? Apparently, I, but I'm hosting meetings in world. People are like, oh, I want to hear about your platform. And I'm like, no, let's just meet in there. So I send them a link. It's a demo link. They download it and they meet me in world and we go sit and have a conversation. It's wonderful. It's really, so cool. it's immersive, right? And that's the point. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it allows for you, like I, I met a bunch of people. I went to Event Farm hosted um, a concert in their newest venue, uh, again, all in world in, in our music hall. And I think I might have sent you an invite to that as well. You um, did, as a matter yes. of I did. phenomenal experience. Was it? Phenomenal experience. It was and, Friday, last Friday, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the best part is, is it's now accessed in my world too. So I now have a music venue on my campus. Oh, wow. And, and the sound quality and the, we were dancing. I was dancing right. on the bar. <laughs> I, I was just, again, Jennifer, again. I oh. was just, uh, I was just lamenting uh, to my class that the music component of the virtual experience is not quite figured out yet. And so this really makes me, gives me hope. I, I, I was. Yes, talk about very, it. I was very, very impressed. Um, and the, the dance quality and the ability to interact and engage and see it from different vantage points and be up on the stage or be back at one of we know you cannot deliver good music over Zoom. No, the it's Zoom does not. just have, not possible. No, that's another capacity. Yeah. to do We're that. We're stopping at a rest and stop. <laughs> no, zoom, zoom. Yay, let's yeah. get a rest. Just don't touch anything. We are. 
I'm not, I'm not even going out. I'm sitting in the car. <laughs> uh, um, Put your gloves on. So uh, I, no. So when we when we see Felix and Fingers later <laughs> on, we, we'll be in that environment. Yeah. So we're going to be hosting them in our rooftop, um, which is, will be a little bit different than the music hall. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to put some uh, pre-recorded entertainment in the music hall just so you can experience it. It is brand new. Um, so I want to work out some of the kinks on our mm -hmm. end from a functionality perspective before I showcase it to the world because sure, sure, we right. just got it today and have them um, come back for something more there's nothing right. wrong with that what uh but the rooftop is amazing you get to get a vantage point of the whole virtual campus. Um, there might be some fireworks later at night that evening, but the sound quality is dramatic and you're gonna walk up the steps to the rooftop and as you're walking up the steps, the sound will get louder and it's very in tune to where you are and how you're listening. So you have that flexibility, but the mm. quality of music is just first rate. And I, I honestly, I don't want to do anything anywhere else from a music perspective in a virtual space. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It gives you the opportunity to concertize yes. in there, to do dance Correct. parties, as you just Correct. pointed out. Uh, so it really does give you that, again, a little bit more engagement, another way we, to engage people, another way to, and, and I'm so sorry, but I, I wanted to point out that there, it's important to keep them there, not only from an engagement perspective, but if you've got Correct. sponsors or you have vendors that are, you know, yep. counting on that mm -hmm. participation, showing them that they're right. in there. It's, it's right? interesting. So we've been talking about um, for months now, how do you provide that level of um, ROI for your exhibitors and your sponsors and things like that? And I feel like I'm marrying a little bit of old school with, with this new wave technology. Because do you remember back in the day at a trade show when you got your passport stamped for visiting all the booths, <laughs> right? My God, the passport concept, <laughs> yes, it lived on and on. It lived yes. forever. forever. However, yes. so now I can do it from a technology standpoint. So I can track how many booths each attendee visited and how long they spent in each booth. So now I've incentivized it to my planners that are coming and the top 10 people that spend the most time in my expo hall, meet with all my exhibitors and spend the most length of time are gonna win something. That's terrific. That's, Why not? you Brilliant. know what, this is Maui where you're Jim. smart. <laughs> <laughs> Maui Jim, this is where you excel. Maui Jim. You and it, <laughs> You know your audience, you know who they are and you know their buttons and you know how to push them in the most delightful way. And that's really what it's about, right? It, yeah, it really is. And I want there to be value and I want people in our industry to know it's not all lost. You do know your audiences, you do know you. who you're working with. And tell me a little bit about that process. I'd love to hear about it. I've always been a people person and I think I've always been a pretty good read of people I think you kind of have to be in our industry um, because we're in the business of people it's bringing people together it's creating the levels of engagement it's ensuring that they walk away with whatever the objective or intention is even if it's just entertainment or if right. it's just uh 
a meet and greet. There's still something that has to be achieved from that. So you have to know who the audience is. You have to know the demographic and you have to know what their personal outcome is and what they want to personally get from it. And if we don't approach all of our meetings and events and conferences with that respect in mind, you're not going to, you're never going to reach your audience. No. Exactly. You're just not, especially, especially now, especially now. Yes. It's just not possible. No, and the world isn't going the other way. The world is becoming, in a, interestingly, more personalized, which is interesting because, you know, there are more of us. But this idea that, you yeah. know, you can have it your way when you want it, where you want it, that's just another thing that is going to drive the growth of this virtual phenomenon. It's not going away, right? And as we've already expressed, both of us, um, and as I'll, I'm already telling clients, this is an extension of your live meetings. This mm -hmm. is not something yes. you throw away. This is something that you Correct. use to keep your communication going on a more annual basis, you know, more, more, more frequently during the year. And so yes. I, I, I'm going to I'm hoping that they listen because I, I think why not? <laughs> Plus, your content now lives on demand. If you're smart. So if you're using a hub like the Global Events Center, it lives there for the length of the show, right? For the length of the event. Correct. Then it would behoove the corporate client or whomever it is to then transfer that to wherever they would like traffic to be, whether Correct. it's on Instagram channels or Facebook channels or their website. Or their own intranet. Really like, exactly. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we've got a couple partners that have looked at us and said, we want to hold a weekly lunch and learn in your space, but we need the content to live there. Okay. I will take one of my conference rooms, brand it with your logo and your content, and it can so live smart. there. Beautiful. So smart. That's it, beautiful. Why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. That is an excellent If I get it wrong the first time. I'll figure it out the second time. Exactly. And here you go. This is that. This is this mm -hmm. is why we love you. Yes. yes. She's a, yes. you know, the yes. Yes. The yes comes before the no. Sir. So that's I can do that in attitude. Well, it's, it's, it's the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And then I'll get off the phone after I just committed to God knows what and figure out how the heck we're going to do it. Right. Right. But you're also going to be introducing that idea to everybody else who walks into your campus and sees, oh, they have their own meeting room. Right. Interesting. Right. Hmm. right. And then suddenly right. you have another event center and another event center and another event center. So that's what we wish for. You know, our intention in the Global Event Center is to make it very agnostic so that anybody can come in, whether they want a room, the auditorium, the expo hall, all of this space. And I need to brand it so that it looks like their entire campus. Okay. Why not? Oh, and hey, by the way, right. while you're in there, the re the registration is part of this the platform. There's no additional oh. fees. It's all part of it. Yeah, right. That's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and hey, by the way, it's really better if you use headphones with a microphone. So if you want, we can get them branded with your logo and ship them to your attendees. Wow. I love that. Did you want to put a personal note card in there from your CEO? We're happy to do that too. I love that. Great Why ideas. Not? Yeah. No, absolutely. Why not? There are people that are looking for this kind of innovation and this kind of forward creative thinking.
Thank you. And you're you are right in front. It's I'm really it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's amazing to see. Thank you. And uh, I'm just uh, I'm I admire you so much for for taking these big steps. And Thank you. you know we've known each other a long time, but have you know been loosely connected. I would say. Right. And now, um, and I would say when we were connected within the structure that we were connected, you are, you are likely the only one that is moving in this direction, in this forward direction. I imagine a few others are trying things. Um, and I've spoken to a few others who are no longer in the business. Oh. Yeah, so. Uh, wow. I just, I don't like to quit. I don't like to give up and I, I, you know, the hardest thing for me when I started um, expanding the company itself was I never wanted to be solely responsible for somebody's personal income as far as employees go. And now I am. So now I have a responsibility to find a way to make sure that their households keep thriving, too. Um, it may not be solely my responsibility, but it is. It's my business. It's, you know, so it's what we do. Um, it's a family. You know, I. It's a family mm -hmm. it, uh, where, you know, your personal families are first, we're your second family. And I'll be, I'm very extremely thankful for the women that work on my team with me. Um, it's been a long year. Revenue has certainly not been what no. it was in years past. No. And um, they all want to stay. They, yeah. they want to keep working. That's because of you. That's a testament, man. Oh. Well, we've had the opportunity to work with some of them in our own communication, and they've been yeah. really great, very informative, awesome. very user. Awesome. I like to use the, the, the term user friendly because that's what it's all <laughs> yeah. about in our yeah. world, right? It really How is. are you going to make it for me, right? Right. Uh, and you make it very easy to understand, to comprehend. Good. And uh, we look forward to going through the process because awesome. there is a back end, there's a process to getting all of uh, your information uploaded, all of your video uploaded, all of your live presenters or your live remote presenters situated yeah. wherever they are you know there is a process yeah. involved and uh it's really i i'm just i admire the work that you're doing the way you're doing Thank it you. i i look forward to experiencing more today yes. i'm as we so excited around and check it right? all out right it's awesome it's, it's awesome, awesome. It's it really awesome. is. It's a lot of fun and people get a little intimidated. So I'm hoping um, before joining us today in the Global Events Center that you got an email with a little nudge and a tech reminder that I reminded did. Did. you to download, <laughs> download. All right, good. And, and, and hopefully um, you click the link where it said click here for information on how to. I did. Because that is our Animoji, our Animoji assistant. Um, who is one of our employees, Caitlin, but her face is an emoji, but the rest of her body is, is her, but we wanted to start to bring you into that immersive experience. And so we're hoping that people and such as yourself found it useful prior to jumping in world with us. First of all, I felt so special to have my own emoji helper to help me construct my own emoji. And she is delightful. Yes. So absolutely, it really Thanks. made the experience Perfect. of just registering so much more fun and human. And Good. and I Good. felt like I was seen. That's one of the things mm -hmm. I like to talk mm -hmm. about in, in my yes. virtual class. People still want to be heard, they want to be seen. And I felt like you noticed me. Oh, you noticed me. So yeah. thank you. Yes, I'm sure everyone. <laughs> 
Yes. Will will we'll have loved it. And Good. if they haven't Good. come on yet, they're going to love it. Yes. yes. Make sure as you're walking around that you are engaging and you're walking up and saying hi to people and you're scrolling through screens. It's not a flat image. You can scroll through live websites in world. You can teleport to different rooms. Why not? Why not? Experience I'm it. looking You've forward to it. Wait, before we let you go, we have to play a little game with you. Oh, and it's okay. something we call this or that. I'm hoping that we have the connection. So I okay. basically ask you this or that, and you tell us which one you prefer. And uh, before you came on, Alex and I took, we always have a little bet about who's going to get more right. Because okay. uh, we either decide which of the two you like, <laughs> or you do, and we'll see who okay. was right. Okay. All right. So Paris or Rome? Paris. Roses or orchids? Orchids. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Onions or peppers? Peppers, for sure. Yes. Candy? Candy or Kahlua? Both? Is that an option? No, both is not an option. <laughs> oh, what a way for somebody to say both! Yes! <laughs> but you can only use it once. <laughs> it is an option. Morning or night? All right, I'll use it there, both. Okay, good. You got it. <laughs> Morning or night? Morning. Morning or night? Morning. Uh, plaids or stripes? Neither. <laughs> that's not. No, that's something I haven't considered. No, you got to pick one or the other. It's your jailbird suit, kiddo. <laughs> plaids or stripes? <sighs> stripes. Okay. Vertical though, not horizontal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I got you, girl, on that one. <laughs> All righty then. Uh, Broadway or ballparks? Broadway. <laughs> Cheap and easy or hard and fast? Oh, goodness. Hmm. Hard and fast. You know these were tailored questions. Of course they are. <laughs> Love or money? Love. Spring or fall? Fall. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. And yes or yes when? Yes when. Oh, I think that fabulous answers. Fabulous. <laughs> I do believe I've lost once again <laughs> the battle. I'm, I'm a... Um... We're, hold on, I'm, I'm tallying. I definitely say that I I took you for a ballparks kind of gal. I think I had you on hard and fast, so I totally agree. Yes, you did. Uh, I think I also had you at onions rather than peppers. <gasps> Never onions. No, Never. No, I she had she picked uh, uh, peppers. Yeah, 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 I, was, yeah. I'm more of an onion guy. See now, now like. we have to preface some of this conversation: pre-divorce or post-divorce. That's another whole oh. category. <laughs> oh, you mean we could play again? We could. Oh my goodness. It would have Shall been we? totally, totally different answers. Okay, I'm gonna do it. So now Paris. Okay, this is this is Mary Jennifer. This pre is pre-divorce. Because okay, you just got post-divorce. Ladies and gentlemen, 
pre-divorce Jennifer Ross. This or that? <laughs> that. Paris? Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, that. That. That, 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 And we're back. Okay. Right, Paris or Rome? Paris still. Uh, roses or orchids? Orchids. Comedy or drama? Drama. Sounds like life. Mm. Onions or peppers? Still peppers, though. <laughs> I assume you're going to have your candy and Kahlua, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Probably okay. a little more Kahlua, but, you know. Okay. Dip the candy in the Kahlua. Mm. Uh, and by the way, that's all kinds of candy, whatever you want. That's fine. I, I do not judge my candy. No problem. <laughs> whatever you want. Perfect. Uh, hard candy, soft candies, candy, chocolate, vanillas, it doesn't matter. Candy corn, candy apples, whatever you like. Morning or night? Night. Plaids or stripeds? Still stripes, still vertical. Uh, even with the little spin on stripeds? Stripeds. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Stripeds. Stripeds. Mm. You still like the... Yeah. Okay. But yeah. the, the you said the horizontal, not the vertical. The vertical, yes, not the, the horizontal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The vertical, not the... Show length makes you look taller. Uh, Broadway or ballparks? Ballparks. Thank you. Cheap and easy or hard and fast? Cheap and easy. You know, here's where I would have said both. You really, you were a little premature on your both, really, but <laughs> I'll give you cheap and easy. Um, love or money? Money. Yeah, for sure. I think that's where you were going with this pre-divorce Jennifer. I quite sure honestly. was. Sure okay. Was. Spring or fall? Spring. I love spring. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Still Christmas. Yeah, you know, I kind of personally prefer Thanksgiving. It's, it's not so much to do, you know? Yeah, no I like shopping. the to-do stuff. I like the to-do to stuff. You like yeah, that? Yeah, too. of course. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. And so does Alex, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, and we said, we asked this last question because really it used to be yes or no, but we already knew you're not a no person. So that's why we <laughs> had to ask you yes or yes when. Um. Uh, Pre-divorce would have been yes. Yes. God bless. Give me that divorce. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. You think? <laughs> Listen, love, I look forward to spending the rest of the day in your virtual me event center too. and meeting people and listening to Michael and to me Travis. And, so excited. Uh, thank you. Thank you for inviting It'll be wonderful. Us. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for, for this opportunity. Joy. I really appreciate it. It was so much oh. fun. It's wonderful. I loved it. More. Thank you for your flexibility with my traveling. So, Ugh, perfect. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for today. It's been a really long show. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, she just hung through it. She hung through it. Yeah. We all hanged through it. <laughs> did. I don't know if that's a word, but it is today. You know what? We can make up words if we want to. One of my favorite made up words is fanardied, and it has stayed with me since I was 13, and it will always stay with me. But it's only a word if you can spell it and you can tell us what it means. <laughs> well, I can definitely tell you what it means. Okay, can you say it again? Fanardied. Use it and fanardied. Mm -hmm. Okay, please use it in a sentence completely. Okay, completely. So, while cooking dinner, I completely finardied up the recipe.
Oh, you did. did yeah. You? <laughs> well, not me, because I'm an excellent cook now. But <laughs> I wish. Then you have to say Fenardied. Yes, Fenardied. 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 Yes. While cooking dinner, I completely Fenardied up the recipe. Fenardied. <laughs> Are you with me now? <laughs> I'm with you now. <laughs> when you're teaching a word, it's important. <laughs> Redundancy. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. You are so right. You did not finardi it up. I did. And I know the word. <laughs> and I finardied it. I had one too. And it's kind of similar, but not. And it is fungenibolets. <laughs> fungenibolets. Okay. Use it in a sentence. I will, I will now use it in a sentence correctly. Funginibolets. Funginibolets. <laughs> so it's its own word, its own sentence. It's it's in a bubble. It's universal. Nothing needs to <laughs> associate with it. Funginibolets. <laughs> oh my God. All right. I think, and with you know that, what? kids. I'm sorry to my dear friend Gina, who I grew up with and is one of my oldest and dearest friends, but I think Funchandibolitz tops Fenardied. <laughs> no, no, please don't take that away from her. <laughs> maybe next maybe next time we'll sing Yebu Yebu, a song I was taught in college by a gal named Judy, who also gave me this book that I still have. And for the life of me, I can't remember her last name. Judy from Syracuse University, 1980, 81. We were in the same, uh, same housing. I wanna say it was Baxter Boland or something like that. God, I have such an awful memory. Those were the buildings on campus. One was female, one was male. And we became fast friends with Elizabeth and Marianne and Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Sorry. That's more wrong than you can even ever imagine <laughs> in this case. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Judy, if you're listening, please give us your last name. Please, where are you? I still have your book. And she might want it back. It's called Bupkis. 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 Maybe that was and her last she, name. No, it wasn't. Because, you know, the book was a, a one of those books that had absolutely nothing on the pages. It was just blank pages. And so, so all of it is doodlings and little art that she did. I love that. And it was beautiful. I still have it. And so one of the songs that's in it was a song that she sang that went, yay boo, yay boo, it's lots of fun to do. Yay boo, yay boo, it's lots of fun to do. If you like it, yay! If you don't, boo. <laughs> if you do not give a damn, then yay, boo-hoo on you. That's all. I love that you remember that. I remember the song. I don't think I'll ever forget it. It's it's iconic. Well, now I want to meet her because anyway. she seems like a, a hooped. You know, when you like, you think about somebody that you've not seen for a long time and you think about them so dearly and mm -hmm. you just wish that you could see them again, just to just say hello and see how they are and, you know, make sure their life has been as wonderful as 
you know, she deserved it. Should be, you know, it'd be nice to have that. That's moment. sweet. And yeah, yeah, Judy, if you're out there, come to me. Come back. Come. Anyway, I'm being silly. Listen, please. If you like this podcast, or even if you don't like it, if you if you just can't stand us, whatever, <laughs> give us five stars. <laughs> just because you don't care. Because who cares? <laughs> It'll make Alex so happy. It will. It will. Yes. We're on we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, where wherever you get your podcasts, we're everywhere. Just look for us. Belotified. Everywhere. Five stars. Funginibulous. <laughs> Please. <laughs> of course you could say, where were my funginibulous? That sounds like a personal problem. I wouldn't eat them. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> Bye, Alex. Bye, Balada. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>